This is your announcer, Chuck Landington. Welcoming you to the Metal Injection Livecast. Rob's birthday is tomorrow and I had the perfect gift lined up. I was going to hack into Lamgoat's social media accounts and make it so all their links redirect to Metal Injection. So Noah would finally be forced to see one of Rob's posts. But then the Lamgoat guy went and changed his password. So sad. No gift for Rob. The Metal Injection Livecast starts now. Oh, yeah. The deceptive lamb goat people always changing their passwords. Always ruining my fun. Welcome to the Metal Injection Livecast. Hi, everybody. Welcome, welcome. It's another episode. Hopefully, the website's loading for you. It's you Rob. Lamb goat, lamb goat or? Lamb goat's loading. Uh, it's Rob here with Noah, Sid, and 3 Yo. Hi, everybody. That's another episode of the Metal Injection Livecast. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. We are live Tuesday, 6.30-ish to 8 p.m. Eastern Time. And, of course, available for streaming. All of our archives are on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on Google Play, on everywhere fine podcasts are downloaded. And also, if you need yourself a little more Metal Injection Livecast than the free episodes, we have bonus episodes on our Patreon. We've been doing about two a month uh, these last few months. And for as little as $5 a month, you can have access to our entire archive of bonus episodes. Just posted today a brand new painful episode. Uh, We did a watch along uh, as requested by our patrons, voted on by you. our lovely patrons of Until the Light Takes Us, the black metal documentary focusing on Varg Vikernes and uh, Fenrez and Frost from Satyricon. And well, you we say the, uh, the episode's not painful. It's a lot of fun. The movie's painful. The movie yeah. is painful. Yes, that's what I'm sorry. Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> that is exactly what I meant. We suffer through it for your entertainment. We had a great time. We made the best of it. And we think you'll enjoy it on our Patreon, patreon.com slash Metal Injection Livecast. And uh, the phone lines are blowing up. And you can be a part of the part of the live action if you're listening live. The number is two one three wide nut. That's two one three nine four three three six eight eight. We had a local. We had a Brooklyn number, but they got a little wow. scared away. Hmm. Probably so, thought so, he was calling Lamgo, and then he heard you introducing the show. <laughs> nine five six. You're on the Metal Injection live cast. Hey, what's going on, guys? It's Ed the Beast. Hey! How you doing? I'm, I'm doing all right, man. How you guys doing? Just Living. doing a podcast, hanging out. <laughs> Whoa! Got a house party going on? on? Yeah. Is that another, like, blind person What's going on there? back there? <laughs> hey, Rob. Yes? Oh, uh, happy birthday for tomorrow, man. Oh, thank you. Happy birthday. I don't think I've said that, by the way. Happy birthday, Rob. Thanks. It's not my birthday till tomorrow, but I'll accept it. I'm just virtue signaling how what a good friend you are to me uh, by saying it in front of an audience of thousands of people rather than waiting till tomorrow. Fair. When we're not on the air. And we have no reason to talk to each other tomorrow, so just get it out now. <laughs> <laughs> and you can go back to ignoring Rob till next Tuesday. 
I tried to virtue, uh, virtue, virtue signal. <laughs> I'm uh, I turned 37, and uh, I joked that uh, I'm approaching the end of my mid 30s, and, yeah. Sid, and Sid's wife would not let me have it. Oh, <laughs> she was like, "No, it's your late 30s. Yeah, <laughs> 37 is firmly your late 30s." Yeah. I'm gonna and go ahead true. and say it's your very early 40s. Well, I would say, I would say, what I would say, it's my late mid 30s. That's what it is. It's like a medium well done. You know, it's my late mids. Yeah, but if you're like rounding up, it's 40. Yeah. Why would I round up? That's stupid. It's I'm rounding round down. <laughs> no, above five, you you round up. So. Ah! <laughs> no. You're basically dead. Just get at over least, it. At least you don't have to worry about hitting menopause. <sighs> I think I I, uh, I I might have mentioned this on the show. This is the first year that I realized how young lifeguards are. I, I mentioned that I've been going to the beach regularly uh, to, uh, you know, have some form of uh, meditation here. And so I've been swimming. Like, I basically go and I swim for 45 minutes, right? And I'm like, I, I go deep to avoid any people. I don't want to, like, run into somebody. You go deep? I don't know that you can oh, yeah. avoid people when you go deep, Rob. That seems like really getting into the people. Deep in the water. Come on. Yeah, isn't that oh. where the diapers are? That's a whole different kind of people you're getting into. The syringes are over there. They get into uh, you but, when you do that. But anyway, so like I'm, I'm in the deep and I'm like, you know, if I were to drown now, like look at that lifeguard. The lifeguard looks like a little shrimp. Like he's going to save me? Like get out of here. Oh, yeah, because in the water you're more buoyant. No. Huh? <laughs> just has to drag you by an arm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I guess that's true. Haven't you I'm ever just... watched Baywatch? Of course. But they're all buff, though. Yeah, they're all... These are like... These little twinks. Yeah, I got a, I got a, <laughs> I got a mental image of this little, you know, five foot seven twink dragging Rob out and then, like, having to stand on him with both feet to get the water out when he's... Rob's, <laughs> Rob's had that mental part. image, too. Ah! <laughs> oh... <laughs> Is that your kink, Rob? Having being stood on with two feet? No, and you're I'm just the top. <laughs> intentionally ingesting water so that you'll uh, need to be resuscitated. No. That, that is that is the worst part of swimming in the ocean is ingesting the salt water. <laughs> Isn't that being the top? Like you're sort of putting, you're subjecting this uh, sub to uh, save your life. Like you're forcing them to to commit an act of uh, like love for you. I guess, but I'm being passive. I like to be the active. <laughs> there. All right. Just clarifying. Uh, we have uh, something in the YouTube chats. We got Dingle Hooper. Uh, <laughs> very excited to have caught the episode live. And he writes, or they write, I should say. I don't know the, the gender of this person. They write, uh, oh, my God, I caught it live. Hashtag, Sid, please have my babies. Hashtag, alone forever. <laughs> Well, there's a lot to process there. Yeah. But sure, all right. I still have Ed the Beast on the line. Yeah. Yeah, Ed, so what's up? How have you been? Uh, Have things uh, taken a turn, hopefully, for the better? Uh, Not really. Well, I've (laughs) actually been busy trying to um, uh, improve my living situation. So I've been filling out applications and forms with different programs they have for uh, housing programs for for the disabled so 
I've been busy doing uh, doing that and um, uh, just keep just uh, keeping up with my uh, with my caseworkers over at the at the behavioral center uh, because they have uh, programs there. So I've been filling out just applications left and right. So yeah, I've, I've been doing that, and uh, I haven't had any problems with my with my uncle. Uh, even though he said he was going, he was going to try, he was going to get me evicted, but, uh, I haven't heard from him. So, you know, it's, it's been quiet and I'm, I'm just trying to get out of here and, you know, just, you know, just, uh, filling out forms, paying the ass, but, uh, it, it's going to be worth it in the end. Let me ask a, a, a probably stupid question, but how exactly does a blind yeah. person fill out forms? What's the, the what's the process for you to fill out a form? I have a uh, a care provider that's been with me uh, for eight years. So she she helps me with uh, forms. Okay. I uh, with my finances. She's pretty much my assistant. And you trust her. I'm okay. guessing eight years. Well, you yeah, must, I mean, he's been. She's. She's not like ripping you off or putting like fake information on these forms just to fuck with you. You trust that that's not happening. No, 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 no. Uh, I know, I know. I can trust her because, well, I mean, it, it, like if I give her my my debit card to go do my groceries, uh, I I check. Uh, I call the bank. I check to see what the transactions were. So I do that regularly. So Is I she- know what's coming in. And what's going out? Is she around when you do these phone calls to check on her? Does she know you do that? Yeah. Uh-huh. And she's okay. She's not offended that you would need to check on her. No, no. After eight years, she knows uh, how bit of a, I'm a bit of a control freak. Okay. So even though I have someone, you know, to do things for me, which I'm not used to, I still need to make sure that they were done correctly. Okay. Have things ever gotten romantic between the two of you? Sick. It's a very intimate relationship. I don't know. <laughs> oh. Um, in the uh, in the beginning, yeah, but uh, after a while, we just we just came to realize that no, we just we're just cool being friends, and uh, you know, she's she's like a sister to me now. Okay. So in a way, you've hooked up with your sister. I guess that's cool. <laughs> say that hilarious <laughs> rob how does that make you feel uh not interesting <laughs> just making sure all right well, it's not, and it sounds like you're doing all the right things yeah 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 i'm i'm yeah I'm, I'm trying even though it's um my stress levels and my and the tension that I have on a daily basis, you know, it's it's, it's pretty bad to where um, I'm having trouble <laughs> keeping my, my blood pressure down. Oh. I have very very oh. high blood pressure. Jesus Christ! Is there uh, is there anything going right with your physicality here, or what? I mean, Jesus. Have you tried meditating? No. <laughs> have I tried what? Have you ever tried meditating? Oh yeah, yes, yes. I, I actually, um, I, I do have a, a, a few uh, meditative uh, techniques 
when, when I used to train martial arts as a kid, yeah, I know how to meditate, but uh, sometimes what it just, it, the stress is so overwhelming, I can't, I can't relax enough to concentrate to meditate. So I'll just end up just staying up for days. Oh. Damn. That sucks. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, well. uh, other, <laughs> no, other than that, it, it, so it, I'm just, I'm just, uh, I'm just doing the best I can to to better my situation for me and my daughter. And I'm sure once I get out of here, I get situated somewhere else, away from all my psychotic family. I think I'll be all right. Yeah, I mean, that's the spirit. Is, yeah, everything is a process. You just have to like go through this, and then you'll come out on the other side, and you'll feel really proud of yourself. For and Doctor Noah. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> well good we'll keep cool. it all right Ed. yeah we'll, we'll put you on hold thank you for as always for listening all right thanks guys take it easy all right that was oh, it sweetheart oh. um so what are we talking about here folks uh how about your new website yeah what's that behind you oh yeah uh so we uh i launched a new web design for metal is it for injection. your birthday <laughs> yeah, I, I guess it worked out that way, but that wasn't necessarily the intent. Oh. Uh, but yeah, uh, the site is much cleaner now. Uh, the main page, I feel, is more informative. Uh, a few of the features are still a little wonky. <laughs> it's been a bit of a stressful day getting everything uh, working correctly, but uh, I'm very excited about it. it. It should, in theory, it should load faster. It's not currently, but... <laughs> Do more posts about real metal show up on the main page now? Yeah. You, there's a checkbox now where you could just check, <laughs> I only want to see real metal stories. <laughs> and then it, it, it ends up loading a blank page. Oh, <laughs> Have you mastered the, the art of, uh, of, po- of, of posting stories of, uh, that only affect four people in the world? <laughs> <laughs> that's what each person wants to only yeah. hear about what their band uh, yeah doing. well it's so funny because yesterday uh, one of our top stories uh, mm-hmm. was posting a mashup of uh, the infamous Cardi B song WAP uh-huh. with uh, so they took the, the vocal track from WAP and they put it to the music track of Lamb of God's Redneck and it came out great. And I like I, I, the, when I heard this, I was like, "This is so hilarious! This is so fun!" And it's like, it's celebrating uh, metal and and hip hop, you know, whatever. It's like, it's a nice little mashup. And I shared it, and I don't know like what I was thinking, but like I was so taken aback about how many people were like. No! Oh, I can't escape this Cardi B. She's ever. Oh, don't okay, soil my lovely it. metal. We have to you play know. it on the show now. Sure. Can you I, pull it up? Yeah, I'm p- pulling it up right now. It's just audio, so it doesn't. And uh, just so we're clear, in this context, WAP stands for Wanted for Arrest in Prague, right? <laughs> <laughs> Well, the li- the vocals are still the same. So here, let me play it. Let me know if it's too loud. Wild ass pusher. <laughs> I can tell it's too loud. White American pusher also works. 
That's good, right? A little louder, please. Good. Is that the song, or is that one of you saying that? That's that's song. That's me saying it sexually. Seven days a week. Wet ass pussy. Make that pull-out game weak. Catch a charge, extra large and extra hard. Put this pussy right in your face. Swipe your nose like a credit card. Hop on top. I want to brush it. Keep it. What is this size? Put it in my mouth. Look. Oh, you got it. You got it. Yeah. I think the original's better. I don't think it's an improvement, <laughs> honestly. It does I don't like think her. it's a. I don't think it's like better, but it's a fun take, you know, like it's a fun listen. No, I get what they were trying to do. It's more like it's it just, it's too contrasting. Like sometimes the contrasting style works for me, but it's like, it's too much. I almost feel like they're fighting each other. Oh, for me, what was impressive is the groove of the beat matched the groove yeah. of the flow. I yeah, think I that's that. why it worked. I so I think that. that, so, and it's just, you know, you don't expect a metal song to have the same groove as a rap song. So mm. I think I think that's where the psychological, like, dopamine trigger uh, hits. But then it's just like, like, it, it's so weird that there's these, I mean, it's not weird. It, it's, it's just like there's these metal heads that, you know, have to be completely separated from hip hop and, and, and mainstream culture. And it's like, get over yourself. Yeah. Well, you're committing a cardinal sin by, like, introducing something not metal into the metal sphere, you know? Right. Well, what but. did Randy Blige say recently about wanting to tour with non-metal bands? He, he, said, he, wa- he said he wanted to bang uh, Cardi B, I heard. <laughs> Is that true? No, he's happily no? married. Oh, okay. I might have heard that on Lamb Go. Sorry. <laughs> I think really what it is is he hates hip hop so much that he wants to push some hip hop fans off of a stage instead of just assaulting metalheads. Or just the rappers, maybe. Oh my God. Yeah. He sneaks up. Do you think they're going to do a little collaboration and then he just shoves Jay Z (laughs) off the stage entirely? That's fucked up. He went and found uh, Swizz Beats so that he could do a collabo with Ja Rule like Metallica did. All right, that I'm okay with. (laughs) thank you for reminding me because I extracted some audio from uh, Metallica's Howard Stern interview I wanted to play but first uh, what Randy said Noah to answer your question I've pulled it up here on my website metalinjection.net he said oh the new the new metalinjection.net the the new and improved yes the theoretically faster loading metalinjection.net yes By the way, you buried the lead on this redesign. You forgot to mention Babe of the Day is back, right? Oh, <laughs> you're kidding. Oh, thank Finally. Heaven. Finally. <laughs> Waiting for that. Uh, no, so Randy says about uh, <laughs> wanting to tour with non-metal bands. He says, I'd love to do a tour where we don't have to carry out metal bands, and it's just all different genres like a moving festival. I listen to many genres. 
Oh, I'm sorry. Time out. Did he say we have to carry metal bands? Is that like some sort of? Did I hear that right? Oh, carry out metal bands. I think it's just it's it's just uh like inside biz lingo uh, of like like who they're taking out on the road. Like he's saying we would headline and our support acts. I thought it was it, like was, it wasn't a dig. I thought it's like he's Shawn Michaels and they're Marty Jannetty. <laughs> no, no, I don't think that's what he means. Okay. Uh, so he continues, I listen to many genres and they inform what I do from electronica and reggae to hip hop and country music. I love to carry out something that takes all the music I like and let people who truly love music show up. I get what he's saying. And I think stuff like that is cool, but it won't work for metalheads. Yeah, because because Metallica tried to do this when they did Orion Festival, mm-hmm. when they tried to book their own festival. uh they booked like the Red Hot Chili Peppers. And then I guess the first year was a little more metal than the second year. The second year, they just went mostly like alt rock. And it, nobody, nobody, like their fans didn't want that. Their fans wanted metal. Was this yeah. at the time that they were alt rock? This was like five years ago. Here, oh, let, okay. let me pull up. Let me pull up the lineups just so we could. It was only five years. It had to have been more than five years. You're right. You know what? You're totally right. It's probably closer to ten years ago. Yeah. It's just my oh concept my of time yeah. is like complete. Well, okay, 2012, eight years ago. We can meet in the middle. Yeah. Ten years ago <laughs> was like Death Magnetic already, which is hard to believe. Wow, that's like eleven years actually. Okay, so the first year they did it two years the first year it was headlined by metallica red hot chili peppers uh deftones rise against dropkick murphy's the joy formidable i mean uh gogo bordello japan droids uh oh, was great and comedy, Manchu, right? i guess they did uh what's their comedy? i don't see any comedy or was that just the second year? No, that was just watching sec- Lars play drums. Rocket from the Crypt, Ooh. Death Grips, uh, Silver Sun Pickups. Uh, it's just so like Lollapalooza. I guess it's it just is, like what a Lollapalooza yeah. would be. Right. And then the next year, they had Arctic Monkeys, Cage the Elephant, Volbeat, oh, Gary Clark. No, we went to the first year. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. What I was reading was the second year. Now this is the first year. Sorry. Okay, yes. This is the one that we went to. The new redesign of Metal Injections. This uh, is Wikipedia. This is Wikipedia. Okay, sorry. Come on! (laughs) I can't read. All right. Anyway, (laughs) there was comedians on the air. You're right. It was Don Jameson, Jim Brewer, Jim Florentine. Julie. Julie, that's right. Uh, And Liturgy. That's funny that Liturgy... Play the same the same stage as Shuli, <laughs> like this obscure New York black metal band. Did Shuli uh, join their set at all? <laughs> I mean, he's a, he, he's probably more into the battle cross set. Mm. Uh, okay, in the chat, in the YouTube chat, our YouTube chat's blowing up today. Uh, Rob with two Bs writes that Walk This Way and the Judgment Nine soundtrack are still the best of rap and rock collaborating. The Judgment Nine soundtrack's a little hit and miss. I mean, there's some real trash on that. It's like 50% gold and then 50% trash. But there are some great songs. That Ice-T and Slayer song is just fantastic. 
It's like probably one of my yeah. favorite Slayer songs, let alone that Ice T is on it. Um, but yeah, but I, I think it would be cool. I think, like, I, I kind of felt it. We, I always feel it when uh, there's a mainstream award show, like the Video Music Awards, or this uh, Sunday, this past Sunday, and I watched it. You watched the I whole thing. No, no, no. I fast forwarded through it. There's no way I could have watched the three hours. Like, but there, I will say. Hours? That sounds low to me. I think, or two out, two and a half. How excited were you when Maluma won for best Latin performance? (laughs) You must have been like out of your seat. Exactly. Yeah, I, I, that whole part. I just can't through. But, you know, I will say aesthetically, it was very impressive how much money they threw at putting together a great production with no audience. Hmm. With, a, uh, with the world crumbling and people yeah. about to be homeless. <laughs> right, so, exactly. So did they use like a, um, like a, a sound effect for audience? Because I heard yes. clapping and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It was all canned... Uh, audiences but then so the if you didn't see it don't blame you uh but the whole award show was essentially uh done on a green screen and like they had this virtual set of like the vmas were on the rooftops of new york city and then in the in the large buildings that that were uh, these rooftops were on there were windows and like the lights were on and the people in the windows were like fans on zoom. So that's how they integrated like live fans. And so they had the, the awards presentation. And then when there would be performances, it would either be on location somewhere in New York or they rented an outdoor like performance space in Brooklyn where you just see the skyline and then there would be performances there. And these motherfuckers are so good at product integration. You know how there's been like these drive-in shows? So there was an audience of like models or whatever, like made to look like a drive-in show and they sold a sponsorship. So all the cars were a specific make a brand that got like a live read. I was blown away. I was like, this is top of the line product integration, you know? Uh, but the performances were good. Like uh, the weekend did a performance on like the edge at Hudson Yards. So it was like on the, like, it's like 50 stories in the sky. And then like this one floor has like a glass floor that extends out. So you're just, he was just on that. And then they had helicopters shooting it. Like the, the budget on this was absurd, you know, like who the hell has this kind of money anymore? Well, that's why they probably had all the product placement. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and then there, what's funny is like the, the weekend's performance ended with a huge light work, uh, firework show. And I was wondering, I was like, well, this, there's no way this is live. There's no way they could have pulled off this production with the helicopter and like how you don't hear the helicopter sound in the, in the performance. You know, there's no way this is live. And I found out it was like two days before because there were multiple noise complaints. Yes, I heard it here where I live. It was like at 1130 at night. I thought we were getting bombed. Yes. So, so, so the per- yeah, you're pretty far from that. Well, it was on the river, so it was just, oh, okay. she's on the other side of the river. Uh, but uh, um, what's funny about it is they had a permit for, for like eight, like seven to nine, but it was raining. So like you said, it didn't, it didn't start till 11. And uh, the best performance easily was Lady Gaga. 
Uh, and just, Ariana Grande. She was, yeah, Ariana Grande was a part of it. But so uh, Lady Gaga did like a medley of songs off of her new album, and she did a costume change for each song because because it wasn't live. They could just cut it, cut it up, you know. Like, That's so. cheating. You got to do what you can do in in a real life performance. That's not fair. why. Why? Because it's cheating. <laughs> I feel about this the way Sid feels about breast implants. Mm, I, I mean, I it was could... it was still a live performance. There was just like a, a little sure, a little sure you can do it, but should you? Yeah. <laughs> and and what I loved about her performance is she had a mask on the entire time, even with her costume changes, she would have mask costume changes. So it's like not, I mean, obviously you don't see her lips move, but the me- I like that the, the message that it sent of like- The message is that she's just ripping off Sia. That's not cool. Fuck <laughs> out of here. She the already claimed is, that shit. The message is she doesn't feel like lip syncing. That's yeah. what it is. She's just but, dancing around. To, to bring it back to what we were talking about with r- r- rap and rock uh, coming together, it, what was sad was there was no rock on the show. <laughs> like Lady Gaga's, uh, you know, punk death metal-y Chromatica logo, which is the name of her album, was as close to a, like rock on the show. The, the only rock was Machine Gun Kelly, who is apparently now transitioning from rap to rock. He has like a pop punk album with Travis Barker and that wasn't even on the main show that was on the pre-show that's it like rock is so not in the mainstream conversation and it's like a bummer so I really I I, I liked uh, Lady Gaga's performance but I like my favorite one was when they had Doja Cat performing on top of Kurt Loder's Cryer Chamber (laughs) (laughs) I just thought it was a nice set piece you know Uh, he got that nice upskirt look the whole time (laughs) He's wasted on him, but he had it. I'm looking at Doja Cat's uh, vagina. MTV News. And like, who that Doja Cat did have a, a really, really uh, fun performance, actually. Yeah, that's not a sense I expected to hear tonight. But uh, who the hell is Da Baby? A rapper? <laughs> I know. That's got to be like. Know. One of the worst things. I was I was not impressed. At least it's not Lil Da Baby. Yeah. Well, that's the like. At least it's uh, not seven year old baby. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be better. Imagine how you're just dating yourself, though. I always used to think this about like young Jeezy and all that stuff. Like, what's yeah. gonna happen when you're doing a tour when you're fifty and you got to be young? You're still Jeezy. young Jeezy, yeah. And you got sciatica or whatever, you know. You're just Jeezy then. <laughs> but like, the baby is your like whole. Like Lil Bow Wow is. Bow wow. Bow wow. But what do you do with the baby? The grown up? <laughs> you, the yeah, I don't person? know. I guess the, the artist formerly known as the baby. The, the AARP member. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Okay. That solved that. She can get in the cryo chamber with Kurt Loder. <laughs> yeah. What about the Metallica clips, Rob? Oh, thank you, Noah. You're keeping the show on track. Ew, wait, what, our jokes are taking it off track? Screw you, buddy. So did Noah, stop sucking up, teacher's pet. Rob's pet. I'm just following our rundown, that's all. So, uh... Your good graces because of all the land. <laughs> uh, Metallica were guests on the Howard Stern Show uh, last week or two weeks ago. Speaking of cryo chambers. And, uh... <laughs> 
I'm trying to find this audio here. Give me a second. But they brought up uh, Lou Reed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the, like I was listening. I was listening and it was a little uh, uh, weird because Howard was like asking all these leading questions about them in the 80s and like all the bands that they were feuding with and they just kind of didn't want to like answer it or it was like stuff they haven't thought about in a million years. Where are these clips? I can't find them. Has he not interviewed them in the last decade? Like, why is he asking these questions? Yeah, that's what I, yeah, like I don't, I don't get that either. But so. He's uh, looking for a sound bite. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. That's totally what it was. He was talking. He was talking about like docking and whatever. Um, you should have played like Vince Neil's cameos and had them critique. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Maybe All right. Well, let me put up. Sorry. Go ahead. They just play Vince Neil's cameos on the MTV Awards. I watched oh that for three god. hours. <laughs> three hour string of them. Unedited. Would you ever say to like um, somebody out of left field, "Let's write a song together"? I- Hold on. There's video here, too. He should ask them whether they ever work with Ja Rule and not know. <laughs> well, they Cross bring never. up Ja Rule. They bring they it do. up. Oh, really? Yes. Oh, my God. I got to hear this. I thought the Lou Reed thing was a great experiment on your guys' part. I mean, Lou Reed, who's better than fucking Lou Reed? I mean, you it know. It was the coolest. It, and it was right in this room, right where we are here. Lou stood right, basically, in between James and Kirk. There. And it was uh, and it was an incredible summer, eight, eight nine years ago. And the memories wow. of that, I'll always treasure. And I know everybody. Isn't that Jason crazy? Newstead, like an old Jason Newstead. Oh, my God, it does. It. I was going to yeah, ask you if that was Lou or Jason Newstead. It's like toothless Jason Newstead. <laughs> wow. And Maybe James that's looks like he's 15 sitting next to him. That's the youngest I've seen James yeah. Edfield look well, ever. That's why they did Lulu. Yeah. You get to stand next to his old <laughs> <That's right. laughs> the schmuck falling apart. Did they coordinate outfits? It looks like prob- they got this dressed This is probably together. their photo shoot. Yeah, uh, this is probably okay. from they, their photo shoot. They just recorded an album with Sumner Redstone that's coming out. <laughs> <laughs> A posthumous album? That's yeah. where Redstone died. Yeah, exactly. They got it out right before he passed away. The S in S&M stands for Sumner. Oh, okay. Did you know that? I didn't know. No, I didn't. Also, that's the table that they sing about. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but how can the table be in the same picture with James Hetfield if he is it? Mm-hmm. Good that's good. That's exactly... <laughs> in the band has of, of you know fond memories of that time it was uh, incredible wouldn't change a thing and the fact that it's sort of his face kind looks of like pissed, an ass. more straight you know square metal dudes off a little bit i think is good to always uh fuck with the perceptions a little bit i always heard perceptions. that he was um the angriest motherfucker on the planet. Like, <laughs> like it made, made you guys look calm. You know what I mean? Yeah I, yeah, I think it was just, I mean, it was a it was a protective shield, man. So many of those dudes in the 60s and 70s just got fucked over by their managers, by the agents, by the record companies. I mean, he was even with us uh, a little bit that we met him out in New York. We were doing that show at Madison Square Garden. And it took a little while. Uh, but once the ice broke in the rehearsal room and he knew he could sense that he was safe with us, uh, 
but he totally let his guard down, and then he was the sweetest man. Really? Uh, and yeah, was, I th- okay. I found the audio that I pulled, so we don't have to listen to that. But uh, the whole the whole thing is actually really good. I have to say uh, the performances that they did i posted it on the new and improved hopefully speedy metal injection.net you could see they did um wherever i may roam i think no or for whom the bell toe what's the one for whom the bell toe that's right no 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 it's (laughs) it's wherever i may roam they did uh and uh and it sounded great like the mix was awesome uh darren i think you're muted yeah but uh let me pull up this right. audio here i was just saying that for whom the bell tolls and wherever i may roam are very similar songs so yeah. it's very easy to make them i had to actually like in my head do the wait what song is <laughs> <laughs> oh that's for that and, then I... and which one is that that's uh wherever i may roam you got it correct all right so let's see. So Metallica wrote now, a song with, with oh, Joni Mitchell. Sorry, go ahead. I'm just oh, like so that, okay, imagining yeah. a video of For Whom the Bell Tolls where it's Lou Reed as the guy in the wheelchair from Breaking Bad <laughs> ringing the bell in that like ah, season finale. Hector. Yes, that's right. Hector Salamanca. Yeah. Ah. And the bell tolls okay. from Lou Reed. Go on. So, so now, see, they edited this out of the video. But the context of how they got onto Lou Reed is he was like, you guys need to collaborate with someone out of left field, like Joni Mitchell. Uh, is she so still he, alive? Is she? I don't know. I think so. I just Mitchell, imagine, yeah. you know, I don't know. It just, it seems crazy, but maybe, I don't know. Maybe there's something to that. I don't know. I thought the Lou Reed thing was a great experiment on your guys' part. I mean, Lou Reed, who's better than fucking Lou Reed? I mean, you know. Okay, yeah, yeah. so this was the clip. Let me just fast forward a little more pissed more straight you know square metal dudes off a little bit i think is good to always uh fuck with the perceptions a little bit and uh, i loved it i loved was it. Lou always have that accent i always heard he was like one of he's from denmark i mean i mean you're he, right. he didn't like me for knows. a bunch of reasons but he, i always heard that he was um the angriest motherfucker on the planet like <laughs> So many of those dudes in the 60s and 70s, so much resentments and, and, and that thing that he had, especially like you were saying with the press and so on, was just a shield to keep everybody at bay. I mean, he was even with us uh, a little bit that we met him out in New York. We were doing that show at Madison Square Garden that Jan Wenner was throwing for Rolling There's like a Kirk Hammett story in here where Lou Reed yells at him. Oh, really? And arms and, 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 and kind of yeah. we shared certain uh, outsider elements. Uh, he totally let his guard down, and then he was the sweetest man. Really? Uh, and, yeah, it was absolutely so fucking sweet. It was uh, – I think we all in some way kind of became protective over him, right? Definitely. Um, absolutely. <laughs> it was really, really funny there because uh, when we were in here jamming, you know, he had, a, he had his own kind of set of rules, right? And so when we were playing some song, I stepped on the wall pedal, and he instantly ran up to the microphone and said, no. <laughs> Looked at him, he goes, no wall pedal, no guitar solos, no. And I was like, like that, why, that's why all I do. Why would it creative? 
have knows. I mean, what if the wah pedal really fucking works? I mean, why not be open to it? I mean, what is it like? Why, is that a cool factor? Hey, man, I don't use wah pedals. It's got to be the pure sound of the guitar. I mean, what the fuck? I mean, what, what is that? That's like my parents won't get a computer, you know? Like, yeah, exactly. Okay, so this is what happened, right? He said no guitars. Which it's like not like your parents using a computer, though. You know, like, I don't think it's an old man thing. It's just that's how he makes music. What do you guys think? Well, there were, um, there were like wah pedals when Lou Reed was a young man, weren't there? It's not like a new, a new development or something. Why would that be uh, I think, but they were, I think they were invented like when he was like a young, but like an adult. But he just right, comes man. from a different like school of making music and yeah that's, from that's that, yeah it was invented in sixty six so he was already yeah he was like ah you don't need that shit you know it's like Jimi Hendrix used you know? that shit but my point is like why like I, I think it's more just him being insane like he and being sure a, a it's part of the freak but yeah he wants exactly. he wants organic sounds you're right with the control freak part solos all right so one song I I thought oh. We need a guitar solo. So I had to write Lou a letter. I had to send him a letter. And I had to wait and wait in certified mail. Dear, dear Mr. Lou Reed. Can you imagine Dave Astaire working with Lou Reed? Mr. Reed, sir, I'd just like to say that solos are very important to who I am as a person. <laughs> I'm not allowed to play one. I'm going to have to consider you a fucking Dewclaw. <laughs> a Lewclaw. A Lewclaw. A total waste of skin and life. Total waste of skin and life. <laughs> well, his skin is probably not around. Who would be like the Dave Mustaine Lou Reed equivalent? Like if he did a collaboration, like Metallica oh. got Lou Reed, who would be the Dave Mustaine version of that kind of a musician? Who's the Dave Mustaine of like the 70s, that scene? That's a good question. Hmm. Let's see. This is, I'm going to agonize over this all week now until That's I come up with one. the perfect. Well, who's like a real annoying person a musician but really like a good musician a good talented artist but an asshole peter frampton is he an asshole i don't know i don't know uh, is he a good artist i got that fact that comes alive but god damn it i don't know it's a tough one so there's something to think about that's a good question of the week some answers yeah yeah we'll give us give us a ring a ding wait i know who i know who mikey people <laughs> Can I just say, I love that we posted that clip on Twitter and people were like, he says making people. They totally didn't get it. Oh my God. Well, you understand, something people have to understand is when we're doing this show, there's like a hundred things going on and we hear it for the first time. Yeah. And we're like, what the fuck? Did he? Like, after that, I completely knew what he said. Yeah. Right. But it's just. It's Our just version is more fun. And also, you know, you do pick it out what he's saying, but that's pretty far from making people. Yeah. I mean, that's his accent. Make, making people. Making people. How do you get from making to a long I sound? That's a real making, thick accent. Making people. Making. Making people. <laughs>
Well, that's just uh, probably everybody from yeah. his town. To, and then you got like a little bit of old man drawl in there, you know. Let's hear it again. Slow. <laughs> One more time. Mikey Bibble. <laughs> Mikey Bibble. Here, Mikey Bibble. Well, also, see, it's also, I think, Mikey the Bibble. Because yeah. <laughs> is the mic picking up the pop of the P? If it doesn't pick up the pop, then it sounds more like a B. Mikey Bibble. I think he's saying Bibble. I honestly, <laughs> now that I think about it, there might be a person named Mikey Bibble. <laughs> All right. Well, let's, let's hear a little more of this. Story. Wasn't he a point guard, Mikey Bibble? <laughs> Mike Bibby. <laughs> oh, the dreaded Mike Bibby. Wait and wait and wait for his reply. He never. Oh, so he wrote a letter. He wrote a letter. That's right. I saw him the next day at rehearsal, and he said, "Oh, I got your email, by the way." And that was it. That was no. that was the reply. <laughs> <laughs> but what no, was yes, his... no, no, no. Oh, Is it not a bit, like what? That's that's how you that that's you that's realize though. Rock and roll. You realize though. Being Kirk Hammett, a hard time though, right? Like it's pretty obvious. He he didn't realize that was Kirk Hammett. He thought that was Carlos Santana, and yeah. he's got a grudge against Carlos Santana because in 1972 he hit on his girlfriend at the Grammys. That's it. So he's just never forgiven Carlos Santana. Now, I'm a little bit disappointed by that story because it's either one of two things. Uh, well, one of them would be disappointing, which is that he really just used letter as an, a euphemism for email. <laughs> and yeah. Lou Reed has email. I was hoping he actually had a, yeah. Lou Reed forced him to take a quill pen and write a <laughs> fucking letter on a vellum <laughs> scroll. Uh, or the good interpretation of that story is that uh, Lou doesn't, know what emails are and they, like, when he receives a letter he thinks that's an email <laughs> no or, like, oh know. see i thought you were gonna go even uh and I, I think a more realistic interpretation is lou has an email address but he doesn't have a smartphone he doesn't have a computer he has an assistant who prints out his yes emails. yes yes <laughs> That's it. And he, it. And, he, and they <laughs> That's it. Just That's like 100%. A, just like a, oh, it's a Bed Bath & Beyond coupon. You know? like, let's get that at like, all the spam. <laughs> I want every email printed no matter how <laughs> trivial. And that assistant's name? You know what it Mikey is. Mikey Bibble. <laughs> Mikey, I want, I want, Mikey, I want my Bed Bath and Beyond ten uh, percent off coupon printed out right now. Where's my mail? <laughs> There's a Nigerian prince. He needs my help. <laughs> God. <sighs> no, just I got your email. But, but, what was, but what was Lou's point of view? Like, 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 like. Uh, I think I'm trying to think of his songs because God, I love Lou Reed. But, but like, I think that was it. Just the story. But then, I so I want a song. But I love Lou Reed. <laughs> how could you not? How can you name a Lou Reed? Like, come on, Rob, name a Lou Reed song. Walk on the wild side. Very good. That's the only one I could have named. To be honest with you. Uh, Sunday morning. That's all I know. Uh, besides Lulu. I know more songs from Lulu than the real Lou Reed. <laughs> Being honest. It's I just the... never, like, I like old music. I've never been a fan of Lou Reed. I just don't get it. Velvet Underground too. He didn't never Velvet get Underground. It. Yeah, I mean, I, no, not really. I mean, I'm, but I, I can't say I've delved too deep into it. But I'm just... The Velvet Underground and Nico is like, uh, just... So it's like a warm cup of tea. It's very, it's very pleasant. Okay. 
Put them on your Spotify playlist next week. Hmm. Maybe uh, I'll do that. Dang it. All right, here, here. So, wait. So then there was another clip. This was also around the same time where <coughs> Howard is inquiring about them collaborating with other artists and other genres. I actually, I, I, I love that rehearsal video. It really has some great energy incredible. to it. Incredible. But I never thought in my life I would see James singing vocals with Lady Oh, so they're talking about Lady Gaga, the performance at the Grammys, just to give the context. Gaga and trading off with her. I mean, it just, it was, it was kind of mind-blowing. Would you guys ever consider, now that you're, you know, you know, in a different time and place, would you ever say to, like, um, somebody out of left field, maybe Lady Gaga, someone like that, let's write a song together. Let's, let's let's collaborate on something would that be insane because in essence all music whether it's metal rock pop it's all about the melodies it's all about you know the any any great song it can come about even if you mix up these things or would that be just would would that just be something that could never happen we, we did a version of that called lulu with lou yeah, reed lou reed I know. That, yeah. And we also did um, a thing uh, back in the day that, that was not as, as, as well known as the Lulu thing with uh, Ja Rule and Swiss Beats. Uh, so we've done stuff with different artists. I think for Metallica, it's there's. I like how he said Swiss Beats because he spells it with Z's. Yeah. I don't think there's any artists that we wouldn't consider as long as we respect them and appreciate their craft. Did he just say in a, in a roundabout way that he respects Job Rule and appreciates his I mean, craft? back then. Yeah, no, he's saying he doesn't respect them because they never did anything with him again. They just didn't know who he was. They sent the tracks in. Wait. Let's hear. Let's hear how he how he phrased it. Again. <laughs> well known as the Lulu thing with uh, Ja Rule and Swiss Beats. Uh, so we've done stuff with different artists. I think. Wait, let me just we'll go back a few seconds. Well known as the Lulu thing with the nope. uh, Ja, and we also did um, a thing uh, back in the day that was not as as, as well known as the Lulu thing with. Uh, <laughs> I like when you call it the Lulu thing. I noticed he didn't say popular because Lulu is in no way popular whatsoever. Right. And why? And the reason it wasn't well known is because it was terrible and they didn't want to promote it. In as, far, to bury it. in as far as it's well known, it's despised and people only make fun of it and know the I am the table thing. But at least with Lou Reed, they were in the same room together at some point in the process. I was talking to someone like I mean, maybe a couple months ago or something, and I was, we were talking. Lulu came up somehow, and they thought it was a song. Like I had to explain to them, no, it's a full album. They thought they and it was like almost an argument. Like no, you're wrong. <laughs> Lulu's a so a whole album of that. I am the table. I was like, look it up, look it up. And I, <laughs> I see. So there. they thought Lulu was just the a I am song. the table meme. Right, they thought it was a song that contained I Am The Table and Lou Reed and Metallica did one song together. It's a whole uh, concept album. I've listened to it from beginning to end and it is brutal. It's it horrible. Brutal. You can't get through it. It's just like, like even, even with the, the, the kindest interpretation, it's, it's, ho it's so hard. The only... Uh, 
It's bad. It's, it's like Lou Reed's self-masturbatory it's, poetry put over bad Metallica riffs that left over from the I Disappear era. Yes. It's the worst of both of them. So, so there's that. I'm not sure if there's really that much more to this audio past that. Uh, okay. No. Do you like the performance? What, I saw the craziest thing once. It was the performance sorry. of what? On certain, yeah, I was saying how uh, Wherever I May Roam was one of the songs and how it sounded great. They were doing it to promote their uh, drive-in movie thing, which was this past weekend. How'd that and go? you went to that, right? How was that? <laughs> I did not go to that. Uh, they raised a lot I, of money, right? Some kind of lib? Did they? Was no, I think the charity? money... No, that was for <laughs> that was for their pocket. Yeah. Uh, no, they were do the charity thing. Was they would do live streams every Monday of a concert, oh, and they would right. run they would run fundraisers, and so those fundraisers generated like a hundred thousand dollars or something like that. Which oh dear, why don't they just give a hundred thousand? Like I think mean, trillion dollars. <laughs> uh, but. Okay, yeah, so that was... A, but speaking of drive-ins, Noah, you went to a live performance this past week, right? You saw live entertainment live, what? like not on your TV, not at a drive-in, in person. Yes. She, she was at the Doja Cat performance on yeah. top of Kurt Loder's private <laughs> show. It was under Kurt Loder. Oh, was it oh. Was a Kurt Loder sandwich? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Tell us about it, Noah. Um, I went to see a comedy show at the Monmouth Racetrack. It was an outdoor comedy show. It wasn't like on the racetrack. At first I thought it would be, but it wasn't. There's like a restaurant that has like a huge garden. And, um, you know, they spaced all the tables. Did it feel safe? Did you feel safe? Oh, absolutely. I mean, it was outdoors. Yeah, I, I'm I'm much more comfortable with doing stuff outdoors. That's why I think winter is going to be very depressing. Were there any male comedians there though? Because then you probably weren't safe, even if you felt safe. <laughs> yes. Um, Who was there? Who performed? Who jerked off in front of you? Well, actually, uh, I went to I went to two comedy shows. I went to one in Astoria oh. on like on Sunday, and then I went to the one at the racetrack on Saturday. So and the one in Astoria. Sore was um like it was at this like in this italian it was not in an italian restaurant at first i thought it was going to be on this like on the sidewalk because when you look the restaurant up on yelp there's no backspace or outside seating it's just like they have the tables on the sidewalk uh but what they ended up doing was they used the parking lot of the restaurant like where the loading dock is and they set up tables and the comedians had like a little stage in the front and um, it was it was really fun, but the guy who owned it was definitely in like the mafia or something. <laughs> <laughs> so it was nice. Uh, okay, so who did I see? So on Saturday, I Mikey Pibble. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, sorry. Go ahead, sorry. Okay, I, saw, I saw Mikey Bibble, uh, Nikki Glazer, Andrew Collin, who's a great comedian, and Ari Findling. And then on Saturday, oh, I saw a whole bunch. It was a, I saw uh, Sypha Sounds and Wilson Vince were hosting it. 
and then um, uh, Gary Veter, Dan Soder. Oh. Um, oh, this this girl, she was great. I think her name was Kate something. I, I, I can't remember. Kate Bimple. But you know what was funny? So the guy who owned the restaurant, definitely, I mean, I don't want to say anything bad about him at all. But he just like did this thing where he like this woman is is performing. She's doing great. She's making everybody laugh. And he comes and he just like throws a wad of cash on her. And she's just like, what the hell? And he did that twice in the show. I think he was just like throwing them extra money. Is that how they get paid? Yeah. (laughs) I think that's just like a bonus. Yeah, he he made it rain on them exactly. I got people, you know. I heard uh were on a podcast talking about me throwing money at my uh my uh, comedians. You know what I mean? You, you think you're smart? What, what are you talking about me? <laughs> Take it easy. Take it easy. OS for life. How was the red oh. sauce? It's good. I had vodka sauce. Ooh. Did you have a bottle of so, red? Bottle of white? No. No drinking. It all depends upon. What you. were you drinking? Like water? You know, like what was what was the protocol there? Oh, you could order alcohol. I just don't drink alcohol anymore. But no, no, I, I understand. But like, was it okay? So was it in a plastic cup? Glass cup? Plastic cup. Uh, they had covers for the drinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, food. What was the bathroom situation like? So the bathroom situation, what you had to go inside of the restaurant, but you, um, you know, like when you go indoor, you have to wear a mask. And so you didn't have to wear a mask at your table. No, because they, they spaced everyone out. So I was just sitting with my friend. How, and how much was the space? And drinking anyway. Yeah. Huh? How, like it was like ample space, right? It was like more than six yes, feet. Yes, at both shows, it was definitely ample space. And we, I, like, I wasn't even sitting across from anyone. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I was, you, you would face forward. So your projectile goes forward, but there's no one on the other end receiving it. It goes on their back, like Phoebe Herman in the porn theater. Oh, no. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was nice. I mean, as long as it's nice outside, I think it's worth it to take advantage especially in, in New York where the cases are low. Okay. Well, good to know. That's very reassuring, uh, genuinely, because it's like, they look, that kind of stuff. I think they're like, you know, like they want to, the restaurants and performance spaces, they want to make it work. And they're all taking like really good protocols. There's sanitizers everywhere. The waiters are masked. When they talk to you, they wear the mask. When you're on the line to get in, you have to wear a mask. Anytime you leave a table, you have to keep your mask on. So I don't know. It's It just seemed safe and it was fun. And to see a live performance was great. Mm-hmm. So recommend. Remember any, any, any jokes stand out? Um, Were there any good COVID jokes? Oh, a lot. Uh, oh, yeah. So um, do you know the comedian Mike Vecchione? Mm-hmm. Sounds familiar. He is so funny. So he opened up the whole thing. He had a bunch of really good COVID jokes. Um, and it was, you know, because it was in the parking lot in Astoria, the, the second show, there's basically like residents living around. So Dan Soder just kind of made the joke of how like, you know, th- these people are like, God, why are they having this show for these people desperate for attention? 
It was. Just, it was. I mean, it was obviously funnier the way he said it. But I. Can't <laughs> I would hope. I don't know. I think you. I couldn't, think you did couldn't do good. less. <laughs> fun. Oh, well, speaking of fun, I have a fun story to share. Oh. Uh, so uh, I've I've mentioned on the show how I've been going uh, to the beach every morning. Uh, I would I just wake up, I walk babka. Uh, and then I head to the beach because it's only like it's less than half an hour away by drive. It's very exciting. Uh, and, you know, I'm in my bathing suit and I, I do not, I typically do not take my wallet. What type of bathing suit do you wear? I wear uh, like board shorts. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Why? What did you, <laughs> what were you, what were you uh, visualizing speedo? there? Uh, speedo, G string. No, I like those like Euro shorts, the tight ones. Oh, like, like the trunks. trunks. <clears throat> no, I need I need a loose. I like a singlet. <laughs> He's got that amateur wrestling headgear. He's just straight up old school Kurt Angle, just running <laughs> into the water. <laughs> but wait, so you say you don't take your wallet? Do you mean just into the water or at all? At all. So you leave it at home? Yes. But what about if you get pulled over and you need to give your ID to the cops? That's a oh, great no. question, Sid. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's why I got arrested the other day. <laughs> oh, I was wondering. So, so uh, I, there's an entrance to the highway right by where I live, so it's very quick for me to get there. Uh, and this last week, it's been closed for construction. So there's like a detour, and I basically have to take the streets to the next entrance, adding like, you know, 10 minutes, 15 minutes to my ride or whatever. So I don't know what possessed me to do this, but I uh, like uh, when I got on the highway, because the lane, like the entrance lane became like the right lane of a three lane highway. So I didn't have to merge and it was a completely blank lane. So just, I wasn't paying attention and I started speeding. And then all of a sudden I see in like a, a, a rest stop, there's a highway patrol car and I like stop and it's like, clearly I've been caught because the guy starts following me and, uh, Turns on his lights. So I get out of the lane thinking, oh, maybe he wants to just pass. And he's like, no, I'm pulling, I'm pulling you over, buddy. <laughs> so pulls me over. And and he goes, uh, license and registration, please. And I'm freaking out because I don't have my license. Like, I'm not like free. Like, I'm freaking out in the sense of like, my anxiety is like, my heart is racing like that. And I'm trying to yes. be like, I'm trying to like mentally calm myself down to not do or say anything stupid and just be like, be cool. You know, you're just going to the beach. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, officer. I'm, I just got on. I just go to the beach. With this backpack uh, full of marijuana. Yes. <laughs> I did not have any marijuana in the car. Uh, wow. How's that possible? Uh, <laughs> why, why would I? I just smoke it before I leave. <laughs> like, why do I have to do it? I don't it? know what you do. Maybe you pack a bowl when you're at the beach. I don't know. No, I, I, I've stopped uh, traveling with my with my stuff. I, I like to typically not do it in public. It's too windy on the beach anyway, oh. so it doesn't it doesn't it wouldn't even work. He just now, doesn't have to share with all the babushkas. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so, so now, now you don't want to do it in public. Great. 
Well, yeah, now that I, I didn't have my own place back then. <laughs> I guess he learned from the time you guys got arrested. Well, so 12 years later. Okay, wait, so what happened? What do you mean? I, this, uh, well, hold on. It all, it all ties <laughs> back. So just for context, if you're a new listener, uh, something Darren will never let me uh, <laughs> live down. Well, you guys is, bring it up a lot, too, I'm just going to say. Not just uh, is that about how long ago was it now? It was 2006. 2006. Do you remember Ooh, the day? 14 and years time. ago. I do. I don't remember the day, but it was around 8 p.m. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and it was like in August or September for sure. Uh, so we were leave, we were on like 8th Avenue in Manhattan which is not necessarily the most pop but a pretty busy avenue and i was smoking a one hitter i was actually training off a one hitter with uh, uh my friend anthony and he was a little further ahead of me and i guess i took a hit and a cop spotted me and he arrested both me and darren who just happened to be standing next to me, like was not smoking at all had nothing to do with this other than just being right next to me and and uh then basically we spent a few hours uh in a holding cell and then we had to do a court appearance and then go watch a fucking dumb video <laughs> so that that's the summary Right. So now back to present day. Freaking out. I don't have it. But then I'm like, oh, you know, I'm he's like, hold on right there. He comes back and I'm just like, oh, God, like, just give me the ticket. <laughs> just <laughs> let me just leave. He, he, he has a he has a he brings out his cell phone. And he's like, tell me, what's your name? Do you have a middle name? <laughs> I'm gonna look up your posts about uh, about uh, police law enforcement. Oh no, Rob! <laughs> so he go he he leaves again. He comes back. He goes, "Have you ever been arrested?" Uh, and I I go like, you know, obviously my mind immediately goes to when we got arrested. But for some reason, like I've seemed to remember. That when if we took that class, the whole thing was it would have been stricken from our record. It's, right? it's sealed, not stricken. Oh, okay. So I misunderstood it. Anyway, I don't think so they can like, look it up though. And the police, so, like in the black, in, the, in their own little car, they can't. You like a judge can open it. You are incorrect, Darren, because he asks me, "Have you ever been arrested?" And I go, uh, "Well, yeah, about uh, I don't know, twelve, thirteen years ago." Uh, he's like, "You were picked up for pot." <laughs> and i was like uh, yes yes that's exactly was he yes, the cop it's like oh my god the, rob i haven't seen you in a dozen you. years that's no he's reason. like well it turns out i am in the system for that arrest <laughs> and if i wasn't in the system for that because i was in the system they had my like license info and he could then proceed to check my license and run my plates and then give me a ticket. And he was actually very nice and only, <laughs> only gave me the speeding ticket, did not give me a ticket for driving without a license. Uh, so hi highly recommended I just at least, at the very least, take a photo of my driver's license to, to have oh, something to present to the office. Because you don't necessarily need the physical, they just need the hmm. number. That's uh, nice of him. And, and he, he said that if if that arrest wasn't in the system, I wouldn't have been arrested, but I would have had to have been detained. They would have had to impound my car until they would be able to like confirm my Verify identity. Who you are. Yeah. 
And so, Darren, in a very roundabout way, our arrest from, from 14 years ago absolutely saved my ass here. How does that make uh, you feel, Darren? Uh, well, I'm waiting till I reap a benefit of it. Maybe it'll be another well, 15 years. If, if you ever get pulled over or stopped by an NYPD officer and you don't happen to have your ID, uh, just them know, officer, I was arrested at some point. In 2014, my record is there. After martial law is imposed, I'm sure that'll be better. This is like Homer Simpson and Frank Grimes. (laughs) (laughs) That was the guy's name, right? Honestly... Like I, the ticket is for like is for two hundred dollars, which is brutal. But I like the whole scenario was so funny to me, and how it like tied back to the live cast that it completely like Worth numbed it. the pain of the ticket. You know what I mean? Like I just I couldn't believe how it all worked out. And then, and then five minutes later, I was in the ocean swimming, laughing about it. Motherfucker. What a, what a wonderful world it is for white people. <laughs> I, I, like the privilege was, was like, like, like of all aspects, like my criminal record was used <laughs> to like keep me free. Whereas, pre like if I was a black person getting picked up for pot, I would probably be in jail right now. Like, wait, but that, there's, an, there's an epilogue to the story. There's an FBI agent at your door. They found out from that search that you're actually half Iranian, <laughs> and they're here to say, "No, sorry, you don't get off anymore." Yeah. <laughs> oh well, I gotta uh-huh. go, guys. Then <laughs> it was a pleasure knowing you. <laughs> Wow. That was good. Officer, if you're listening, the number is 213 wide nut. <laughs> it's 213 I'm a little flustered from the story. Uh, and also, I want to mention that we have brought back the music break uh, in a new way. We have brought it back uh, in the form of a Spotify playlist. Noah, tell us, tell, tell our wonderful listeners what we're doing here. Well, every week we each pick our song and we add it to our Metal Injection Livecast Music Break playlist on Spotify. So look for it, follow it. You can hear what we're listening to. It's usually in the order of uh, Rob, Darren, Sid, and then me. And all of our latest uh, choices are up on the top. It's true. It's true. Go ahead and follow it. Yeah. I like it. Hold on. Let me um let me read our, our choices for this week. Okay, so this week Rob pays tribute to Riley from Power Trip by choosing yes. the executioner's tax. Uh, Darren picked Big Bottom by Spinal Tap. Sid Classic. Picked Man Should Surrender by Palehead, a band I've never heard of, but Who's now I hear said? them. It's uh, e- from Fugazi, did a collaboration with the guys from Ministry in the in like 1988. Oh. Oh. They did like I'm who, who from Fugazi you broke up? Ian Mackay. Oh, Ian Mackay. Yeah, yeah. With, with Al Jorgensen? Uh-huh. What? That, I would never think that those two would be hanging out. Right? Speaking of like unlikely collaborations, Right, but they did like an album together just for the yeah, fun. Yeah, that's of it. crazy. 
So was Bucket was was Buckethead a ripoff of Palehead? Because it sounds kind of similar. Probably, I'd say yes. I mean, Buckethead might be Al Jorgensen for all we know. <laughs> it's possible. Buckethead's been around for a while. Hmm? Well, now now stay with me on this. Here's my pitch. Just like Palehead, but instead of a pail, it's a bucket. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? Yes. I think Yons. there's potential. My owls. Noah, did you tell us what your pick was? And then my pick is uh, Alleviate by Leprous off of uh, their last album, Pitfalls. And it was based off of an email that we got. Oh, yeah. You should talk mm. about that. All right. Let's, let me pull up that email. Good transition. I believe it was from Kyle. Yeah, I'm just right? full of transitions today, huh? You're transitioning? I'm transitioning. My big announcement. Uh, so Kyle emails us, and by the way, if you have some feedback, if you're listening to the show, and we ask a question or we say something that triggers an important piece of information that we absolutely need to know and share with other live cast listeners, please reach out to us. Hate mail at metalejection.net. That's our email address. And you could send a you know traditional email. You could write some write it a letter like Lou Reed would and then have your assistant take a photo of it and then email that. Uh, or you can record a, a voice address? memo. Is there a mailing address for metal injection? We, we don't have a PO box. No. So how do people send you demos? They email them. What? We do not what, accept I physical. I have a CD to send we you. We don't accept physical. Uh, no, sorry. That's sad. Um, but uh, let me... Uh, let me pull up this email. So Kyle's email says, I want Noah's opinion on an album from 2019. Why is it so angry? He wants. Who are you to want? Who are you? <laughs> so entitled. Uh, so he writes, he starts the email. <clears throat> Who are you? <laughs> he starts the email. Hi, guys. Just wanted to say thank you for the live cast every week. Your archives make me smile every day at work when little else can. Anyway, Susan, I wanted to ask Noah. <laughs> oh, my God. Side story. I met another girl who spelled her name Noah, N-O-A. Blew my mind. So he wanted to ask Noah what she thought about Leprous's last album, Pitfalls. It clicked with me right away instrumentally and lyrically, whereas I've yet to really get into their back catalog. What did you think and what other releases of theirs really connected with you? Lastly, more Bruno and Bobka on video streams, please. I, one love, goodbye, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, well, obviously, I love Leprous. Um, I love the, the singer. Like, his voice is so dynamic. I think it's like like the ultimate like prog like modern prog band um the first album that i got into was bilateral that's how i found out about them uh, so i guess like that would be the quintessential album to listen to and yeah i just i think they're very talented i've seen them live once and they can really um you know like the singer can really hit all those notes and i just appreciate the musicianship as well so yeah love that band Rob, what's your favorite song by them? 
My favorite song by them. My Super uh, Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and the song that I picked on the Spotify playlist, Alleviate, I just like, that's like vocally on that album. That's my, my favorite. Um, so enjoy it. Uh, I, don't, I don't think I have a favorite, but I do enjoy Leprous. Um, you have a favorite album? All of them equally. No. <laughs> I listen to Pitfalls. I really like Pitfalls. Uh, but not, What's your not favorite album that wasn't already named on this episode of The Metal Injection? Well, Pitfalls was their last album, so that's how I listen. I guess it. I, I, w- I would be curious as to what Darren thinks about it because I know that you appreciate like singing and like... Yeah, let's play a little. People who can like right. really hit high notes and stuff, so I'd, I'd be curious to get your opinion on it. I will thrash it or trash it. Mm-hmm. Here, I'll, I'll pull it up right now. Why don't you play the song that I chose? Below? Right? Alleviate. Oh, Alleviate. I'm sorry. There's like a, a part like like into the song. There's a music video and everything. Oh, yeah. Let's watch the music video. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Okay. 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 Who about oh, Sid? Yes. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Kevin Nash. Yeah. Where is this band from? Sweet. When I am far from home, I feel blurry. From Norway. Oh, that's close. Is this Gautier? No. <laughs> Whenever I go wrong, I hear the same old song. Voices from below. I fear it never goes away. This is pushing the boundaries of what is considered metal, I feel. Well, does it kick in or what? It does. It sounds like it could either go into metal or into like 100% pleasure, 100% pain, 100% dedicated, remember the name. On until my mind is gone, gone and circles, the barricade is strong, it's been there all along, have to accept it. I'm reserving judgment, because I feel like it's going to kick in. Yeah, yeah, there's a part where he like really like explodes with his voice. I'm willing to allow this to rock. Well, is there more of this or more of the rocking? Because if it's more than 50% this, then you have to judge wait, it. Wait, wait, like wait, we're wait, wait, wait. So that's it. Here we go. Well, we're two minutes into a three yeah. and a half minute song, so. Playing down If this was a true thrash it or trash it, we'd have had to decide by now. Yeah, that's true. Well, I'm giving it a chance. Recommended by two people I respect.
So what do you think, Taryn? Well, I want to promote our playlist, so I'm just going to... Uh, oh. I don't want to say anything. Uh, we have a, it's a great playlist. No, come on. It's, it. just, just say it. Uh, it sounds like a Lexus ad. Oh. Yeah, no, don't like it. Sorry. Is there? A, do they have any rock songs that we could like listen to? Oh, Sid. What? Like oh, really? Good. Though, like, do, are, if they're like for metalheads, there's got to be something heavier. I'd say, that we could... So Pitfall does feel like a more like melodic album. I think if you go to Bilateral, that would be like heavier. So why don't you check that out, Sid, for next week? Or Rob could cue it up right now. Yeah. I don't oh, want to leave the listeners good. thinking that this is all that this band has to offer. If there's a different version, let's both sides it a little bit right now. Yeah, I'm open to that. But no. Because like two months from now, we could have the lead singer of this band as a guest. Okay. That was promising. Okay, let me go back. We shouldn't have gone back. Oh. Got a good voice. Oh. I was enjoying that five seconds there. What is that album cover? Is that like a demon in a thing of in a pitcher of lemonade? It looks like yeah. Very interesting. Inside of a wheelbarrow. With an anteater pulling it. And and Who is this slave girl on the anteater? And what, she's know. being fed shrooms? This is a visual depiction of a Mad Libs game. <laughs> yeah. All right, give me a name. Give me a thing, a lemonade pitcher. Okay. Uh, vehicle, <laughs> a wheelbarrow. All right. Anteater with a feather for a tail. Mushrooms. There you go, so it's a little uh, prog rocky. Yeah. The second one's better than the first one, I'll say that. Yeah. For sure. But not, a, not, not my cup of tea. He has a good voice. There's yeah, talent. I mean, that, that's what I was curious about mostly, if you liked his voice. Definitely like his voice. Don't like how it's being applied. I will say he definitely believes he has a good voice. <laughs> He's, confident. He's definitely can, very confident in himself. You can hear the conviction. Yes. Okay. It's being a little facetious, but uh, I do genuinely think he has a good voice. I think that's a very talented band. I don't like that kind of music. I don't know. It's just not. That's fine. That's fair. It's too soft, I guess. I don't know. Not that everything needs to be like thrash metal or something, but it's just like very, uh, it's like easy listening, sort of, I guess. I like to be challenged. I don't know. Those high notes were challenging for me. <laughs> I have to admit. Fair enough. Fair enough. I like that stuff. I like that part of it. I like all the vocals are good. It's just a very weak T kind of backing thing. There was no like climax to it. Yeah, and there's like a lot of blue balls there. Yeah. Like, Come on, hit me. Let's go. Yeah. You want to hear it the old school way? <laughs> OS for life. In life. Music hits you, and then you are moved. In in school, you are moved, and I don't know. I have nowhere to go. <laughs> uh, 
Take it east. That's how I'll close that up. <laughs> With that dumb cigar. <laughs> pudgy meatball head. All right. Well, I think All at right. this point, this is a good point to call it. What do you guys think? What are we calling? Mikey Bibble. Mikey Bibble. What? Like, are we ever gonna get sick of that sound battle? I no. certainly am not. No. I think it's uh, like one of our top thirty sound bites. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, can I ask a quick question? In the upper right-hand corner there in the toolbar, there's a little crescent moon. What does that do? Uh, it, it's The website has a dark mode. Ooh. So if you so like only, dark background. It's only articles about black metal? No. Click that? The background becomes black. That's it. Shouldn't that be the default for a metal site? No. It's harder to read. Oh, I hear the ice cream truck coming. Yeah, it's outside my apartment. Uh, you. Can you give me a push pop? Sure. <laughs> It'll be melted by the time I get to your place, though. Okay. Just G-chat it to me. Okay. Push pop. <laughs> I'll 3D print the push pop. Mm. Dark mode looks really nice. I'm looking at it now. I highly Show suggest checking it out. Share the screen. Let's see. All right. Let's see. Let me hide all my porn. <laughs> you were just sharing the screen a moment. I was using oh, that, a different screen. That does, that looks better. Yeah, that looks way better. Have oh, by the way, point. we should have said something about Ozzy because he took his uh, glasses off and showed his great. Oh yeah, we could show this. Uh, and yeah. everyone was saying how old he looks. I think he looks older with the fucking glasses on. To be honest with you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought that picture made him look like 10 years younger. See, to me, it wasn't the hair that made it weird. It's like his mouth, his jaw looked like... Yeah, it looked like he got Botox or something. Or like he had like, like jaw cancer and had to have part of his face removed. It just looked Let's different. See. Let's see it. Rob's trying to press the link. Here we go. So... He yep. and Sharon look so much alike. I think Do that's they? what happens when you spend time with someone for so long. <laughs> yeah, right? she just looks like a little Russian boy to me. She always had like a very. <laughs> she looks like a gra- a Russian grandma, not a yeah. Russian boy. Ah, the same. So, we're, we're, so this is the photo. Like, I think what's jarring, although it's really there's nothing. Like when I saw this, I was like, all right, is just that his hairs are gray. He he didn't dye his hair. Well, and if you typically, saw him, he... if you pass by that car, would you recognize that to be Ozzy? No, no, absolutely. Not. I wouldn't because he, he never appears that way. He always wears the dumb glasses. The glasses make him look older, frankly. I, for me, it would be like, why? Here, I feel like my reaction would be, this guy looks so familiar. Well, I can't place who is it. Who is it? And then, like three days later, it'll just be, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> but he is what seventy years old. What? How old is? Yeah, something like that. He looks great for looks a seven-year-old. Is it also 70. possible that he doesn't have his false teeth in, and that's why his face looks different? Because that does make your face mm. look different if you don't have your teeth in. I All these pictures, his teeth. mouth is closed. <laughs> I mean, I'm 
I'm the no, first don't. person to, to dunk on people, mm-hmm. but come on. He, he he's, looks 70, he's 70 years old. He, he looks great. Yeah. Yeah, especially with all the drugs he's done. Get out of here. I wasn't even making a joke about the false teeth. Like, legitimately, that makes a face look different. That's yeah. what it could be. I agree. You're probably right. Yes, it, and we've seen you without your false teeth. Oh, God. Know. Hideous. <laughs> I mean, more hideous. Yeah, so I don't know, like, when I saw this, it wasn't just that, like, oh, my God, he looks so old. It was just, like, I wouldn't recognize him yeah. in public. That's mm-hmm. that's sure. the reaction I had. There we go. I think he looks fine, and it's just, like, I think it's a combination of these photos being very high-quality zooms, you know, so it's, like, very detailed, and I th- people are probably used to just seeing, like, retouched photos of Ozzy always, you know, like, with makeup. Uh, like, compared to this. I'll stand by what I said. He looks old as fuck in that picture. He looks way older in that picture than the, the other one with the gray hair. He looks terrible normally. It just looks he like two looks different old. people to me. It's like a running meme that he looks like shit and he's old and he doesn't have his shit together. And this picture makes him look less like that, I feel like. Yeah, oh, what's the, what, what did Trump, the, he's against Trump? Is that what that is? If Donald Trump says, well, he's against his response to coronavirus. If Marky Bibble says something, I do that thing. I don't do the opposite. I listen to Marky Bibble. But yeah, there you go. Ozzy slams face tattoos. He's got a lot of opinions, this fucking guy. In this picture, he sort of looks like uh, Carrie Fisher. <laughs> like a recent no. Carrie Fisher photo. That's the rejected re- slides from the Star Wars movie where they CGI'd her. <laughs> uh. We got to scrap this whole scene. It looks like Ozzy Osbourne. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh. like face tattoos. It made me look dirty. <laughs> <laughs> Well, what the fuck is on your face? What is happening with this website, Rob? Sorry. There's like more ads than there is story. That's not true. So crazy. Get out of here. Rob, you should use ad block when you uh, use metal injection. How dare you? <laughs> Everybody, when you... No, I'm kidding. We're going to get We're that out. You know what you should have? Like, in addition to the light mode and dark mode, you should have an option where all the text is in, like, black metal font. <laughs> I thought you were going to say Comic Sans. Yeah, oh, Comic no, that Sans. would be just for me, but I, I don't presume to think that the... Sid mode. Yeah, <laughs> typical metal injection reader has the same taste. As Rob, you should, you should have a skin for metal injection where it's all the same content, but it's presented uh, with the Lamb Goat website design. <laughs> <laughs> you can win over those people. By those people, you mean Noah. Yes. But yes. They're like the Lamb Goat page, it's like no design whatsoever. It's just a list. It's exactly. minimalist. You like that? That's that's why you prefer it? Yeah. Minimalist. Minimalism rules. They're not changing. They're not changing. They're not updating their fucking bougie <laughs> website every two months. Like some people. It was a, it's been like seven years. Uh, All right, two months. Years. So you were thirty? The last time you updated the site, you were thirty. When you put it that way, yeah. It's, it's <laughs> disgusting. A time ago. That's like only seven years since we got arrested. <laughs> 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 That's how you did it. 
Do you get arrested? Do you get stopped by a cop and change the website the same day once every seven years? (laughs) 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 That's Rob's live cast curse. But then everything ends up fine for Rob. It's not a curse for Rob. It's cause and effect for Rob. It's a curse for me. (laughs) I didn't do shit. Unbelievable. <laughs> Are you going to start bringing your wallet with you now? Well, I took hey. a photo of my uh, ID, so I'm good. All right. Good. Good for you. Watch the next cop who pulls you over. He's like, that's not a thing. I need to see your actual ID, motherfucker. <laughs> Get out of the car. Why do they need to see it? That's Maybe a prank, the cop that pulled you over was a fan of metal injection. Yeah. I would think so. You. It's a prank that that guy tells everybody so that the next time he gets stopped, the jerk off is like, I got a, I got a jerk of my license right here. I guess I should just take my license. I don't need my wallet, just my license. Yeah. Why can't you take your license? Explain that to me. It's not like I can't. I just don't. I just it's in don't his wallet, wallet and he doesn't want to take his wallet. You yeah. have to take your wallet into the the water. Just like lock it up in your car when you park the car, go in the water, and come back. Right, but or just do that with but your then license. I, but then I forget my wallet in my car. I see. Well, just That's, remember, then you won't. You know, it seems better yeah. than getting arrested. Write a, write a note. Or just don't speed. I just shouldn't speed. I think that's. <laughs> you were so eager well, to get to the beach. You could say don't speed, but they could pull you over for some bullshit. You know, make something up, whatever. I'm white. They don't know you're white from back there. They might pull you over <laughs> hoping you're black and then you're not, but they have to pretend and still harass you. That's fair. I'm just going to carry my license. Yeah. Carry my license. Good idea. I agree with that. All right. Let's get to our weekly shout outs of our top live cast fans of the week. Of course, you could be a top live cast fan of the week by. Whoops. Oh. <laughs> Leave that. Leave that play. That can be the music this week. Okay. Very, do that. It's very good. Big you just fan. don't want to hear Hulk Hogan? Is that what you're saying? No. I mean, may, like, nothing wrong with that, but you know, maybe change it up now. It's been, it's been a while. Uh, so you could be a t- uh, Sid, you're muted. You could be a top live cast fan of the week by joining our Patreon and uh, doing our $10 tier at patreon.com slash metal injection livecast. Is the audio all right here? What's going on? I hear you good. I think you should sing the the names like he sings. All right, here we go. Here are our Eric Robocadoosh. I'm just going to turn into Paul Bearer. Eric What's the name before Cattle Decaf? I cut you Mikey off. Bibble. <laughs> Mikey Bibble. Mikey Bibble. Cattle Decaf. Demare's Kipper. <laughs> Rock Destroyed. No, it's cutting you off, Rob. I'm too loud. 
Microphone is protecting the listeners from this. <laughs> Semi M I S. Chasseur, Chasseuset, Lacroix, the crustacean sensation, aka got stopper. Ash <laughs> Dallas. Baba Vampiro, Vampiro, Vampiro. Beautiful. Shane. Hugo likes tacos. Here goes. Ah! Ah! It's John. Those are our top live cast wow. fans of the week. <laughs> Bravo, Rob. Bravo. Bravo. I'll take Bravo. it. Bravo. <laughs> We're out of here. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Leprous. Thank you to our callers, our listeners. Mikey Bibble. Thank you to Mikey Bibble. <laughs> Thank you to Ja Rule, Metallica, Howard Stern. Leprous. We're out of Leprous again. We're out of here. See you next week. Can't dance to this. Sid hates it. Me too. (laughs) I'm just putting on a good face. All right.